Self-care is not a dirty word. Mm. Self-care is not a dirty word. And it's that a lot of powerful people are just breaking all rules and regulations to be able to move to the top. Yes, it's good to aspire to be the best, but not at the detriment of your health. A podcast hosted by Jody Tree, Leader Talk, tackles various leadership strategies that cover self-development, self-leadership, including spiritual and physical health of leaders. This podcast will feature guests ranging from military leaders, thought leaders, health and nutrition leaders, spiritual leaders, nonprofit leaders, and many more. All right, guys, welcome back to the show. And I'm so excited. I got Adiola on with me today. And she's going to be helping us to learn about how to overcome diabetes. And she's going to be sharing with us some important information about how she used biblical principles to overcome. And she wants to share with you her story about how you can also overcome diabetes. But before we go get started, let me introduce her. We have Adiola Mati Luco. Hopefully I said that right because we were I had to practice. But she, she, she's giving me the positive here, so I'm good. <laughs> and she is a kingdom-focused type 2 diabetes coach who has personally won the fight over type 2 diabetes using successful process of biblically-based principles. She is passionate about helping people rediscover living in radiant health in all areas of their being the kingdom way. Her mission is to partner with individuals to prosper and be in health as their soul prospers so they can live in the fullness of who they have been created to be. She knows how to get results and can help you learn new ways to monitor and take control of your health so you can finally live the life you love and yearn for. Welcome, Adiola. Thank you for coming on. Thank you so much, Joe, for inviting me. I'm so blessed to be here. Thanks a lot. Yeah, and and this was a a little bit into doing because we I think it's been like almost a year and we've kind of discussed this and I'm finally have you on. I'm so grateful to have you on here so you can help us learn about getting uh, just overcoming diabetes because it it truly can be overcome. So can you tell us a little bit about your story, where you where you were at, the journey to get here, and to help us to get some knowledge about that overcoming power in Christ. Oh, I'll be glad to. Thank you so much, Joe. Well, my story began a long time ago, even before I realized I actually had type 2 diabetes. I come from a family that both parents had diabetes, amongst other health conditions. But I never knew about the relationship with trying to make sure that you live a good life, healthy life, and also ensure that you use biblical principles as well. Unfortunately, my dad has passed. My mom is still alive. However, she's had two strokes, as well as being diabetic and on all kinds of medication. So I've seen it in the family. And one of the things I said to myself, I'm not going to go down that route. Obviously, not only for myself, but also for my own immediate family as well. So with that being in a kind of trajectory of having my family, you know, being intergenerational, they say that, but according to God's word, I know that a curse has been removed. 
So I believe that this could be tackled because everything comes under the blood of Jesus. Mm. So I put my big boots on and I decided that this too shall also go down that way. And because I had years past sort of ventured in all kinds of diets, and I put the word diets in quotes because that's how a lot of people sort of try to deal with issues if they don't go the medical route. So I had done that just to lose weight a bit. So I came across so many different types of things, which I tried. But I knew what worked for me. And I'd put that aside. However, with working, you know, how you get so focused and how you can get projects that are so tight on deadlines, tight on costs and everything else, I ventured into a stressful situation. Mm. And after my third child, I had had um, high blood pressure, but my doctor took me down the path of taking medication. I didn't know any better. Well, my son is 22 today, so that was a long time ago. <laughs> so when I heard about type 2 diabetes, I thought, no way, doctor, I am not going down that route. My figures were as high as 66, which is 8.2%. And I was like, no, something has to be done. And I'm going to do that. Hence my journey. And then thank God I was able to find a way of doing the necessary things. And then within six months, even actually, I think it was about five and a bit months, I was able to reduce my HbA1c from 43, which is, I mean, 243, which was 6.1. And obviously my doctor gave me the clean bill of health, but I wanted to make sure it was tighter. So I kept doing the necessary things, find out a bit more information. And voila, diabetes had been stamped out. I call I call it the tyranny of type 2 diabetes. Mm. I would not wish that on anyone. Come on. So, yeah, that's how I came on. <laughs> Man, and uh, I'm glad that you're coming on to, to and talking about that because a lot of times people say, well, in, in lack of a better term, it's an excuse. Like, oh, it's in my family and this and this and this. And then they just disregard it as, well, this is just my lot. But in reality, you know, in Christ, we can do all things, right? And then in Christ, he he took everything, including our health, and well-being on the cross so we can live life and live it more abundantly and then now and you became aware and and i love it because that you said no i'm not gonna you know take that diagnosis as who i am and i'm gonna take action and because i mean you shared this uh on your facebook page which we're gonna we're gonna uh, see that facebook page later on Uh, but you shared a, a startling statistic that that i guess according to it says the diabetes uh, uk it says if nothing changes that they predict that 5.5 million people will have diabetes in the uk by 2030 and i was like wow that is that is scary and then from 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 the us <laughs> you shared that one in five one in ten Americans have diabetes, but the more alarming thing is that the fact that one in five are walking around and not realizing that they have diabetes. Can you, can you share a little something about that? How, how does that, how does that affect you? That is actually so profound. When I read that, I thought, what? Well, guess what? I went to do a little bit more digging 
And I found out that that figure of 5 million, we're actually close to it in 2020. 2022, we're actually close to it in the UK. And that one really bothered me. And what I also then read was that children, there are lots more children who are actually getting type 2 diabetes. So this is not about one person having it. It's impacting families. It's impacting our children. And I thought, no, there has to be something that we can actually do to change this. So it's not only about me and my house or me and maybe a few clients that I have. No, it's about us being able to get the word out that it is reversible. Type 2 diabetes can be reversed. There are things that we can put in place to ensure that we do not have that in our families, in our neighborhoods. Like you read out, a lot of people don't even realize they actually have it. Because when you see somebody who is obese, it's very easy for you to find that. Oh, yeah, that person has some health markers which are negative. But somebody who is actually walking around nice and slim, you don't realize that actually they're thin on the outside, mm -hmm. but they're actually fat on the inside. Mm -hmm. And that, to me, is actually more of an issue than anything else. Those that have it, you can see it and they do something about it. But there are markers, there are things that you can actually look at to find out whether you are on that trajectory and change it, mm -hmm. which is the good news. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I know that all things are possible with God. So you need to put him in the center and then follow the necessary things to make sure you have it reversed. Mm -hmm. now, now, I got to share this. Uh... As we're going on in this conversation, guys uh, out there, that uh, we're this is for educational purposes only. We're not, <laughs> no. we're not diagnosing, <laughs> we're not per, you know doing any treatment. But this is only for educational purposes, and we're only sharing our experiences and, and what has happened for us, and to it's just a, as an education for you. And of course, seek your doctor for any medical diagnoses and treatments that you might need. So. Put that disclaimer out there. <laughs> Most definitely. <laughs> but no, what you said just now is so true, Adiola. That because when I was in the military, I I, I thought uh, I was at the peak of my physical fitness. I was exercising in the morning. I was exercising in the evening. I was running two miles, no sweat, all kinds of, and everything else like that. But when I would go to the doctor. I was like three points away from being a diabetic. Wow. And he told me, he's like, I know you're doing all this, Joe, but you need to change your diet. And I was like, what? you know, I'm like, but, 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 you know, I'm doing all this. What do you mean? I'm going to be diabetic. But you wouldn't have known. Like you said, you wouldn't know, mm. you know, cause I was running around doing all this and CrossFit and whatnot. And, Everything looked good on the outside, but on the inside, I was, I was a mess. I was a mess. Mm. All right, folks, time for a sponsor break. Hey, guys, if you've ever wanted to start your own podcast, well, here's your opportunity. If you have a kingdom mindset and you've been struggling to just start your podcast, again, here is your opportunity. We're going to be conducting a five-day challenge. We're calling it Your Voice Matters Challenge. And we want you to join us because we're going to have experts, podcast experts coming on to teach you how to start your podcast. 
And look, we're gonna help you get over the tech. We're gonna help you to find your message, to find your audience, and build your podcast from scratch with little to no money out of your pocket. So join us on the five-day podcast challenge because your voice matters. We want you there. Join us again. Look, we're going to take out all the jitters. We're going to take out all the fears so you can have your podcast and be effective and share with your audience your passion. Join us. Use the link below. Use the link below and come on in. Bye-bye. All right, back to our episode. So can you share, can you share with us, um, our audience about what they can do right now? Like some, something they can do right now that, that helped you to take, so they can start going down that road of basically overcoming this thing. It is actually very interesting that simple things that people can actually do to reverse this just really starts out with number one being aware that you want to have something change in your life. You might not actually realize that you're on that trajectory, so look at it. Do you get tingling in your fingers, your limbs? Do you get numbness? Do you have like brain fog? Sometimes you think, oh, I used to see a little bit further. I've got blurry vision or... I'm a lot more thirsty. I'm even actually quite hungry so frequently. I want to eat frequently. Or you're unable to lose weight. I mean, there's so many different things that can actually show that, yes, there is an issue here that you need to deal with. So simple things of being aware of where you're at, of any change in how you've been, that to me is the very first step. And then you take that awareness and then try and find out exactly what happened to you. It's so, so important. I had a friend say that I'm coming on your challenge because I do challenges. But I'm coming on your challenge. And from a few things you've said, I'm not going to go and check with my doctor. So I always say, tell people, go to your doctor, ask for blood tests. The only way you would actually know where you're at with your blood sugars is to actually go for that three monthly check, sometimes six months. So if you can get that down, I find, oh, wow, actually my figures are quite high. Depending on which doctor you talk to, some of them would allow certain figures. But when you put the blood sugar results, as well with the way you're feeling, with all the few things that I listed out earlier, you can then say, actually, I need to do something about this. And the most important thing, I know people put exercise above everything else. And maybe, yes, in the past, I would put exercise there that I needed exercise. But I tell you, when I started, I wasn't really exercising. I just watched what went into my mouth. I made changes with that. And that would be the thing that I would say. However, coupled with that, because we are believers, we have to realize that we need to involve the Holy Spirit. Let's partner with him and he will take us through that journey because sometimes we can't make certain decisions and stick by them. We started one day, unless we feel the pain, we won't continue. But when we partner with him, the Holy Spirit will lead us and allow us to do the things necessary. 
So that is one of the things that I say would be very good to actually start with. So yes, food is important. Mm -hmm. You need to know what you put in your mouth. You need to check everything. However, the first step to looking at your food, I would say, is being able to read labels. Most people don't understand, which is why my website is Cross Sugar. My Facebook group is Cross Sugar and the because <laughs> I mean carbohydrates, the starchy carbohydrates, they break down into sugar. Yep. So that's on the natural food that we eat. But what about the refined processed foods that we eat? Oh, don't They're don't bring that up. Don't bring that up, Adeline. Don't, <laughs> don't bring that up. <laughs> You're gonna start getting in that's trouble now. Where it, that's where it lies. That's where it lies. We don't know what they pumped into our foods. So if we can be, that's why I always go back to the very first step, awareness. Be aware of things. Your physical health, what you're putting in your mouth. You can actually have, when you go to restaurants, you can actually have them change what you what they're making for you. Mm-hmm. Which is why I never tell people, don't eat this, don't eat that. No, let's start with you. Let's start with a program that will match you. What do you do? Look at what you're eating. Now, let us take you through something. And I add things to them. I add things. And when we start adding the good things, you won't have room for the bad things. They start being dropped. So you move through a progress. It's like taking baby steps. I did, um, how many weeks ago, I did um, a live in my group about water. How much water are we drinking? That flushes out a lot of toxins. The first hunger marker is thirst. Mm. Most people, when they're hungry, they go and eat something. You don't need to do that. First, drink water. If you can do that, you would actually dispel a lot of the food that you actually eat. Very simple. First is one of the first things that you should look at. So drink some water. That in itself would satiate you because we are made up of water. Most of 60 to how many percent of us is water dependent? You know, the brain needs water. So if we are able to actually take that simple step of looking at the amount of water we drink and to incorporate that, because I don't just say things and then not give you a way of doing it. Wake up in the morning, let the very first thing you do is drink water. If we normally have like a glass in the morning, increase it to two. You know, there are different apps now that you can actually use to actually measure the amount of water. So you can have reminders to remind you to drink water. Some people have big bottles that they carry around with them. You know, you go jogging, you have it, you know, you go walking, you have it with you. Mm -hmm. But some people are not that way inclined. Just make sure you drink water. And I'm not counting tea. And I'm not counting the mm. soft drinks either. Pure water. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> definitely. I, I, I totally agree uh, with that because uh, one of the things that I needed to do was to drink more water and to cut down on the, the carbonated drinks. Because in reality, I totally agree with what you're saying because your water intake has to be water intake, excluding all the other stuff. Because, you know, sometimes even juice, if you, you know, feel like drinking a juice or 
or something like that, exclude, you got to get that water intake throughout the day because um, one of the things, like you said, water is a, is a cleanser and water is also important for the brain, for brain function. I mean, we can go down all kinds of different roads about the importance of water, but I totally agree with what you're saying that, that we definitely need to take those baby steps. And, and I know you advocate uh, just for our conversation that, look, Baby steps are important because a lot of people, what they do is like, I'm going to go on this diet, like you said, quote unquote diet, and they go to the far extreme. And then when they don't get the results, they go to the far extreme back to where they were and sometimes even worse. So I I like that you, you advocate that going into it, you know, taking some baby steps, get a little victory here, get a little victory there. You know, maybe it's starting out with, by drinking, drinking a little bit more water every day. Everybody can do that. You know, and, and yeah, I used to do that too. I, I uh, when I worked with the um, the transportation security administration, uh, I would mm-hmm. take bottles of water with me, mm-hmm. uh, multiple bottles of water, so I can count. You know, but that mm-hmm. was just me because I had like in a little little box that I took it with me. And then other times I'd be like, okay, uh, I just got to make sure I got a. Now I just have a bigger jug of water. People see me when I go around. I just have a big jug of water and I take it with me. I'm, like, I'm just gonna have one jug of water. I'm gonna make sure I drink this throughout the day. So yeah, that's a good, easy first step. And um, now, yeah, I know you had some coaching clients and stuff like that. And I know it's like, you, we don't want to talk about, you know, uh, our, our clients in a, in a, in a personal sense, because of the client uh, per, per, uh, confidentiality. Um, but what are some of the ahas that you've seen some of your clients get from just going through this process? That's a very good question. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you of one of the the latest um, clients, what she said, and that one really blessed my heart. Because when I started with her, she was like, um, I just want you to tell me what I need to eat. I just need you to give me this. I'm a sister, you know. And she obviously didn't understand, but because the Holy Spirit led her to me, she, she was like, okay, I'm just going to take on board what this is. And she tried it out. I say, okay. But at the end, do you know what she said? She said, thank you so much because this has been transformational. And that is really the thank you that I can get from any client. It's like, thank you, Father, that I didn't do things by the book. I did things the way the Holy Spirit laid out the plan for me. And I do things with people one on one. So it's the transformation. She went through the process because it is a process and we are all at different stages. Everybody needs something different. Everybody needs something different. And if I see and I give you some information, I partner with the Holy Spirit. I pray into it and I would talk with people and see where they're at, which I believe all the coaches do just to find out exactly what the issue is. And from there, you build something for them that would help them as individuals. That's why we're coaches, to help people. Some people, you just need to give them information and they can run with it. Mm -hmm. They don't need to partner with you that closely. Some people need to, but some people just tell them what to do and they've gone and they're up and about However, some people 
they do that. But then after so many months, they come back. Mm -hmm. The reason being in that, they don't realize that there's a lot that needs to do with the psychological part of it. Mm -hmm. It's not just about following steps which is what I was trying to make sure this lady knew that. You partner with the Holy Spirit, we base it on the word of God. So it's basically food for your spirit, your food for your physical body, as well as food for your spirit. And then you do the necessary things for your mind because it is transformational on the spirit level, the soul level, and the body level. Those three things, because the Lord said, he wants you to be in health, even as your soul prospers. Mm. That's the foundation for what he gave me, as your soul prospers. So a lot of people mean well. They go through the natural things, but they then don't get the lasting results that they can look back on years and years. Because you can't keep on going on a diet. I do not believe in diets. I believe in a lifestyle. And then you choose how you want to live, then go through that. And that's basically how I think from that particular lady's perspective, one of the clients that he said, and that was really good. Now, with your your coaching and everything else like that, uh, are you just primarily coaching people in the UK or do you do globally? Oh, I have more, more people globally from the States. The lady that I just spoke about, she's from the States. Yes. No, I do it globally. What I just love about, well, God works everything <laughs> out for his purpose, right? And he uses the good and the bad. So he used the pandemic to allow us to build online platforms. So Zoom is a very good way. I don't need to see you face to face. The way, I don't know, if, I mean, spiritually, things are just so great because the Lord allows you to really connect with people mm. and then you can take them through. And then when you come back on the Zoom call, you can then see progress. We pray through, you go through the word. So yes, global. And I just thank God for that. Yeah. yeah. And it is a blessing because uh, the majority of my clients, they're online, yeah. you know, and <laughs> and some of the people I, I mentor, they're locally. Uh, but yeah, the majority of my clients are online. And yeah, you can connect with people, especially if you incorporate God in what you're doing, you're going to be yeah. making those connections. And, and I truly believe that's what you do. And that's how you can be very successful because God, God is not, uh, limited by geography he's <laughs> he created Thank everything <laughs> so, so and and i love uh, i love the way you incorporate it was a uh three john two i think it is yeah where god reveals and he reveals throughout the bible too that he wants us to be in health in our bodies as well as our spiritual nature because if he just wanted us to be healthy spiritually, he wouldn't have gone around. Jesus wouldn't have gone around healing people. Nope. nope. Right. So he, because we are his workmanship, he wants his workmanship to be healthy, to be strong, to be vibrant, uh, to, to live a long life. Right. Cause that's where he created us to live a long life. Yep. So I'm glad you took, I'm so glad and blessed that you took on this mission because you've overcome and now you're helping other people overcome. And that's how we duplicate and replicate uh, just God's blessings. Cause if we hold it to ourselves, it's only good for us, but what about everybody else? You know? Um, so I want everybody to also to know if you can share 
your Facebook, Instagram, your website, so they know where to find you and your email address. If, if you have one, if you could please share that. Thank you so much for that. It would be a pleasure. I can be found on Facebook. I have a group there that people sort of come just a general free group. And then I do run challenges. And when I do, I just sort of create another one for things change. So that Facebook is Cross Sugar. And that's on, uh, it's, 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 it's growing. And like I was sharing earlier, uh, my main focus have been on women because that's where my heart's really been. However, there have been a few men <laughs> sort of knocking on the door. <laughs> and I'm actually currently working with a, a, a gentleman at the moment, but obviously that's one-on-one. So I take on one-on-one clients and I have um, trying to build up a group one, which should be able to allow me to serve more people at the same time. So there's the Cross Sugar and then there's crushthatsugar.com. That is what I would usually use to feed um, all the other things that I'm growing. It's a new business and I'm so grateful to the Lord that he's allowed different platforms. So those are being built up. So I would definitely want to have like an online that people can actually just benefit from and have my membership because I found that people, even after they finish, they still need like a community mm-hmm. to be able to connect with. It's That's the one thing that the Lord really made an emphasis on with me that community is key you are not an island you cannot do things by yourself when you're down you have other people to sort of lift you up and one of the major things that i do is that i go on morning walks and the lord just gives me ideas on those walks so that is why what i tell people i said you know you don't have to go and join a gym or whatever you just have to find out what you enjoy doing you know so i've got that there so those are the things that I want to be doing with the group. Because one of my love, whatever, is rebounding. And even today, the Lord was speaking to me about rebounders mm-hmm. and having that with the kids because kids love fun. When you put them on a the trampoline, they burn up a lot of energy. But that one actually does a lot of detoxing. It allows a lot of things to be moved out of your body. People that have high blood sugars, they can actually have it reduced even through that simple. So these are the kind of things that I'm planning for the future to do so that I can have those kind of groups helping families. So, yeah. Awesome. 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 No, and, and guys, uh, uh, we'll have all of that information, how to contact Adiola, uh, in our description below. So make sure you check it out. Make sure you go to her website and make sure you sign up and got, well, she's taking guys too, I, I guess, you know, to help out. It's not just empowering <laughs> women to overcome, but you know, Hey, we all need to learn these tools and tips and Adiola is here to help you walk down that journey to get to health where you can live an abundant life that God wants you to live. And before, before we go, Adiola, uh, do you have any last words for our audience that you want to share that's on your heart that God, the Holy Spirit has given you? Thank you for that. The one thing that I believe is key to all this is partnership. Partnership with your father in heaven. Because one of the things that he told me was that I want my children to be free and be who I've created them to be. And most of them have brain fog. Most of them don't put the oxygen mask on themselves first. And they are so depleted that they can't do what I've told them to do. And he said, 
type 2 diabetes is all about insulin resistance. And you have to get sensitive. But when you're able to empower them about their health, then they will be empowered in other areas of their lives. So I say health is key. And I'm going to tell anybody to just make health a priority. It's very important to prioritize your health. There is one book that I'm putting the things together to be able to release. And this title today has just been going round and round and round in my head. I'm saying, Lord, is yes. Self-care is not a dirty word. Mm. Self-care is not a dirty word. And it's that a lot of powerful people are just breaking all rules and regulations to be able to move to the top. Yes, it's good to aspire to be the best, but not at the detriment of your health or your family. I know I did that in my years of the corporate world. It's like, no, you don't do that. You have to prioritize health. Self-care is good. And it covers all kinds of areas. So that is one thing that I would really say. Put the oxygen mask on yourself. Take baby steps. Prioritize your nutrition. And there's so many other things that can happen in that. I add the water and everything else. But nutrition, what you put in your mouth is very important. And how you progress through the day. Ensure that your mindset is based on the word of God. Amen. Thank you so much, Adiola. That that was t- tremendous. And thank you for giving us encouragement and letting us know that we can overcome diabetes. It does not have to be who we are. And that we can take baby steps toward recovery. And then with your help, partnership with the Holy Spirit and a good coach like you, they can get on that road to health and recovery and be who God created them to be. Thank you again. I appreciate you for coming on and sharing with us. And guys, don't forget, check out her website, check out all the information she has, and she will work with you, whether you're in the United States, in the UK, or around the world. And like I always tell you folks, have a positive expectation of God's goodness in your life each and every day. We'll see you on the next episode. Bye-bye. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to like and subscribe to this podcast and share this podcast because they're, you know, you need to get leadership tips out there and have a positive expectation of God's goodness in your life each and every day. Hey, if you want to find out more about what I do, go to joedetree.com. Go to joedetree.com and see what we're up to. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.